Ich glaube. Ich glaube. Ich glaube. Spärlich glaube. Ich glaube. Ich denke. Ich bin vielleicht. Vielleicht. Vielleicht, ich glaube, du bist. Vielleicht, du glaubest, ich bin. Auf Wiedersehen. We can change everything as we change the meaning of the words we say. The words we say we cannot unsay. We may say them again and again and again and again, but if we forget what they meant when first said with comprehension, using our God-given ability to stand up under the weight of the knowledge of good and evil. We have understanding. We got it when we got wisdom. And now in these days we are using the tools that people like Rupert Sheldrake and Abraham and McKenna formed the very memes for what seems to be reality from a certain POV. Many things are much easier to speak of these days after nearly all the world has access to smartphone technology. Nearly all the world knows it is not magic that, you know, uh, a child in Mumbai who finds one of these things or steals one of these things or somehow is given one. If that child can read, that child can learn to use this tool. The reading is the key. The comprehension of the stored knowledge in this device. The doorknobs on all the stored knowledge this device has access to. This device that is very much like that archetypical corridor that people try to put into 
psychedelic experiences that lead to enlightenment where you've got to go down a corridor with many different doors with things going in and out of the doors that may attract your attention or may not attract your attention the ones that do attract your attention you may follow those and you may follow them as far as they go as long as you don't forget that there was a door you came in at the door and the door is your orienting place. The door is where you find out which direction is east. And then once you know which direction is east, you are oriented. You can partake in your more occidental leanings. You can lean back into who you really are. How did you become? How come you are? How come was a, a word that meant why when I was a child. It wasn't two words. If... I was told by someone in authority, a parent, an uncle, a older bossy child, that I was to do this or that, my response would most often have been, how come? As I got older, it was followed by, why should I? But it was still always, until... I don't know, I guess I still say, how come? How come we to be possessors of such magical technology? How come we to be possessors of the access to the keys to a library far bigger than the one that was burnt in Alexandria? The one where, you know, worshippers of what men might have known believed that all the secrets to what we don't know now were lost when the library at Alexandria was burned. I have an optional hypothesis or theory or query or quest, perhaps, we could go on one of these doors we could go through and say, what if, what if? And we could do an ification of this idea that expresses the idea itself using only words. We don't know how the world was seen from Alexandria at the time. But we know more about what was known and what was knowable in Alexandria at the time than any generation before ours. We are the boomers, 
We are the boomers. The Big Bang became accepted knowledge upon which all men behave as if it's true. That's how it happened. But the evidence speaks loudly that the origin of everything is otherwise. Not a bang, not an explosion, a point of being, a thought. A pale blue dot in the midst of the full spectrum of dots, dots of this size, dots of that size, moving in time to a rhythm imagined in a poet's mind, a poet. <laughs> he was a poet and didn't know it, and Adam had him. Fleeting thoughts that bring us back around to this concept of being in a world that was imagined, dimly imagined. 30 years ago and 50 years ago and 100 years ago. Ray Bradbury imagined Fahrenheit 451 when there would be a ruling way of thinking on Earth that would do to all the printed material in the world, all the books, all the magazines, all that all stuff, everything from before, whenever this ruling thought came to power, was to be burned. And the burners, the destroyers of the information, the destroyers of the wrong thinking. Those were the cultural heroes to which standard children were reared. You know, the role of a fireman in Bradbury's 451 was a, a noble calling. A noble calling, just like the calling of a guardian in Plato's Republic. In fact, it was the same calling as the calling of the guardian in Plato's Republic. The call to the Crusaders in uh, the era 800 to 1200 years after Jesus. Those guys were believing that they were called of God 
to be warriors, to be defenders of the faith, the faith. Who defines the faith? You just tell every little kid, you know, they already have faith. That's just that comes in the package. You know, if you if you make it through the womb, you have faith. That's the way it works. So you tell children the faith and they assume it means the faith that is in them. So when you tell them that they are defenders of the faith, that you assume that's the faith that is in you, but then you learn to know that there's that faith that is in you, that's in everybody else as well. All the people who are part of the we that you are part of, all the people who have sworn allegiance to the ruling mind of the moment, they are all in the roles that Plato imagines Socrates describing as the most governable of all cities up to about 50,000 or so. Socrates was not gifted with a vision to be able to see a planet. He was not gifted with a vision to be able to see spaceship Earth rocketing through space at 70,000 miles an hour in one direction and 25,000 miles an hour in another direction. And he was completely unaffected by microwaves and HD television signals and Bluetooth devices and microwaves and 60-cycle hums and bleeding echoes that have developed an ecology of their own in little granite-lined hill country valleys where all these vibrations of electrons on the human scale are passing into the birds and the mushrooms and the mountains and the trees. I mean... A vibration is a vibration by any other name. That 60-cycle hum you hear from the faulty fluorescent lamps in your garage, that vibration is vibrating everything as sure as it is vibrating those little timpanies in your ears, your marvelously designed ears that work in conjunction with your marvelously designed eyes. Oh, it only looks like design, says some fellow. But if you listen to his rap, and you follow that fellow through his marveling journey, through the unrolling of life, which he calls evolution, a word that he has 
divined as a function other than the actual act of evolving, of rolling out. Devolving into revolutionary new ideas on the part of mankind have come upon us due to the fact that cell phones are everywhere. Smartphones are everywhere. English is available to any child who picks up one of these devices, whether or not that child can read. I have been corrected by my two-year-old grandson as I watched him navigate through levels one and two of Minecraft and left me way back with Mario Brothers and Pong. I could play Pong as well as any seven-year-old child. I cannot play Minecraft as well as my two-year-old grandson. I give him a break. 30 months. Surely we live in interesting times. I've discovered that you don't have to believe any lie. Like, have you ever heard the lie that I probably told it, maybe, if you've listened to me very long. Uh, years ago, I used it often that there was a British merchant who claimed that he heard from another British merchant who had dealings in China after the time of the Opium Wars, after the British Empire had taken control of the financial reins of China and it had put China into harness in effect is what the uh, people who held the reins in Britain imagined China was. China was a profit producing machine, a capital idea. Well, apparently, this British merchant, whose name is, you know, Google it, may you live in interesting times. And it was said to be an old Chinese curse that had been wished upon the Brits. And for a few decades, I have thought that it was probably a mistranslation that uh, the concept of interesting times to a Taoist would be far, far different than the concept of interesting times from a British public school educated diplomatic ambassador for the British East India Company or something. 